Here we go, guys. We're talking about Haman and Mordechai, Zebaba Prusbuli, Zebaba Prusbuti, Tetzbaba Mabes. So it seems like there's some uh, previous relationship here where one has the upper hand over the other one. So Amor Apapa Bakarale Abda de Mizdabin Betalmai. So he says uh, they called him the Abda, the uh, servant who uh, was sold for bread. Rashi says in the second line on the right side, Betulme Nahama Bikikaro Lechem. So, and the point is that, and yeah, that uh, he was sold for bread, meaning that uh, there was like a, he was a poor person. Haman originally was a poor person. The Chosein the he tells us. This is Haman says to his family that all this uh, wealth and stuff that I have isn't worth anything when I see Mordechai not bowing down to me. Interesting image. It's probably not, not don't take it literally, but it teaches us that all of this person's, this Russia, meaning Haman's treasures were etched on his heart. Meaning like what he really cared about in life was essentially his material and uh, let's say political success. And when he sees Mordechai sitting in the, in the king's uh, gate, Amar calls it in the Shoveli. She says, all this isn't worth it to me anymore. Meaning that if you put all your stake instead of your own ego, right, and promoting yourself, so this, the slightest, you know, uh, uh, knock on your ego is devastating. Because you put everything, everything depends on that. Right, you don't have a, a well-balanced uh, life. Rabbi Lazar tells Rabbi Hanina that Hashem in the future will be like a crown and the head of every righteous person. Shnamar just says in Yeshayahu, Bayomahu, Hagiyash, and Zrakot, La Teretzvi. God will be like a Teretzvi, meaning like a crown. Umayla Teretzvi, what does it mean? Umayla Teretzvi, the Tzvi Rabbi Tzvira. What does it mean for like this crown and for a Tzvira as a diadem? It's like a, also a type of crown, I guess. Like everything that goes in your forehead. Tzvira of glory. La Usin Tzvionu Ulmetzapin Tzvarto. So it says, like, playing on words with it, Tzvi and uh, Tzvira. So those who do, like, his will and anticipate his glory, Yachol Akol. Maybe Hashem is, does this for everybody. It's not special just for the Sadiqim. Um, Talmud Lamar comes to Basak and says, the Sha'ar Amo, for the, uh, res- like the remnant of his people, Lemi, it's a very strange structure here, Lemi Shemesim Atzmo Kishirayim. It's only for people who make themselves like the Shirayim, Shirayim's like the leftovers, meaning that Hashem will only have this relationship with those who view themselves as being connected to Hashem and this uh, thing. But again, the way about leftovers here is meaning that people see themselves as being not so important. Leftovers are like scraps. So if you view yourself as being like scraps, so that Hashem wants to connect to you because you're not so haughty. You're much more, you know, you're modest and you recognize sort of like your place. And that's the type of person Hashem wants to connect with. There's the Ruach Mishpat that Pasuk continues this as a spirit of uh, justice. Zehadan et Yitro. This is somebody who judges his or brings his Yetzir Hara to judgment. Okay, meaning like he's sort of like working to overcome his Yetzirah. Ulio Shave ala Mishpat. Somebody sits on injustice. Zehadan din emetla mitom. Somebody who judges like the true justice, you know, sort of like coming to like true justice. Vilik Buran, the positive news. And for might, Zehamit Gaber al Yitro. Somebody who can overcome his evil inclination. And it says the positive Mishive Milchama, those who return from battle, they turn back battle. Shinosin Vinotnin. They like uh, go back and forth. The milchemta shel Torah and the war and the, and the battle of Torah. So they're really involved in Torah study. Finally, it says Shara to the gates. Elu talmidei chachamim shemashkimim u'ma'arivim bebatei kenesiyot u'batei mejushot. These are talmidei chachamim who spend 
early mornings and late evenings in the shuls and in the bate midrash. Okay, fine. So that's a nice little like point about. Uh, we brought it because of the hardiness this point, I think, against uh, Haman. That's a nice point in general. Amar midat and leave nekelesh baruchu. So the uh, the attribute of justice said before Hashem, as it were. Ribono shalolam man nishtanu elu meelu. They said, how are these people different from these people? Meaning, uh, if Hashem is going to uh, punish sometimes the other nations of the world, but Hashem is going to defend the Jewish people, why? How are the Jewish people so different? Their behavior is not so great. So Amr Lakadesh Baruchu, God said, Yisrael Askuba Torah, Umot Haulam Lo Askuba Torah. Okay, so you see the emphasis here. The Israel, they were involved in Torah study and not the other nations. Amr Lay. So then we may have to sit back to him. What are you talking about? Gam Ela Bayayin Shagu Bashechar Tau, Paku These also were like staggering with wine and like led astray by Shechar, by beer or alcohol. Paku Pliliyam, I was talking about um, Paku means <clears throat> they stumble in judgment, and aim Paku Ela Gehenam, and Paku the word Paku refers to Gehenam. Shemar There should not be like a Puka to you. Puka again means like a stumbling block. That means that you end up in, in Gehenam. The aim Ela Dayanim, and Pliliyam means uh, judges. Shemar Benatan Bifliliim. You'll give it uh, like uh, according to what they determine. So the point is that like B'nai Israel, they weren't doing so great, you know, necessarily. And it kind of stops the conversation off. It cuts the conversation there, but that's sort of a, 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 an indictment of B'nai Israel that they're not necessarily always so great, although the big defense is the Oseik Batorah. Okay, now, it says in back in the Megillah, but Ta'amod b'chatsar beit ha-melech ha-pimit, that uh, Esther stood in the court, the inner courtyard of the king. Am Rebbe Levi, kebun shigil l'beit ha-slamim, once she reached the chamber of the idols, nistalka he-mena shchina, the shchina departed from her, right? Hashem's shchina isn't compatible with all those idols. Amra, she said, Eli, Eli, Lama, Azabtali, sort of a famous line. Like, my God, my God, it's attributed here, it's sort of like to Esther in a certain way. Right? My God, why have you abandoned me? Shema, Tadan, Oshogi, Kamez, it's Karazon. Maybe you're judging, like, uh, an, I know, uh, uh, an inadvertent act, like a, like a purposeful act, or something that was uh, against your will, like a willful act. Oshema, Alshogradiv, Kelev, or maybe because I called this uh, evil man a dog. Shemar, that says, Alzum, Dehelem, Hatsila, Mecherev, Nafshi, Miyad, Kelev, like save me from the uh, the my uh, save my soul from the sword from this uh, dog that is uh, sort of like yechidati uh, uh, sort of like uh, directly uh, connected to me or something uh, something like that yeah I'm, uh, my only one from the head of the dog. So Chazra Vikarato Arye. So the idea was that Esther maybe felt she was underestimating uh, Hamad and calling him a dog instead of not giving him enough credit. You have to recognize, like, you know, how formidable your enemy is. So she went back, she called him an Arye, a lion. Shemar just says also that same in Dalit and Dalim, Hoshia save me from the mouth of the lion okay so that's sort of an interesting idea that she had to have to come to a recognition of you know how uh, how strong her enemy is then it says so when he's, the king saw her she had three different malachim sort of like uh, um, you know uh, like ministering to her at that moment to sort of like pump her up to make, make her more attractive to the king one like lifted up her neck I guess 
like a physical thing to make her like make her like seem no more like a regal, let's say. One like put a uh, a string of uh, of uh, kindness on her, but like sort of like give her grace, like to make her seem like you know to how she's holding herself in a very graceful way. And one stretched the sharbit. Right, the whole idea was that the king has to out you know like stretch out the sharbit, the the what do you call it, the uh, scepter. So this. Malach did this stretching for him. How far did it stretch? This is a very strange Gemara here. It's not talking about a machlok and how far the scepter stretched. The comma, how much? It was two amot long normally, and he's pulled it to be 12 amot long. The Amrila al Sheshisray, something sixteen Amo. For Amrila al Shimba Arba, something twenty four. The Madita Tana al Shishim, it's on sixty Amo. The Khanta Mose Bamatasha Baparo, you find a similar thing by the arm, by the, um, the arm of Baparo, it says in uh, in the in Shmon, Fatishakat Amata, right? She sent her arm, and the Midrash says that her arm stretched out to get Moshe from the Teva, like, you know, like, uh, on the, like, plastic man, I don't know what you call it, you know, like this went all the way up. The Khanta Mose Bishine Rishim, you find a similar thing by Adrasha, by the teeth of the Rishai. It says that you um, broke the teeth of the wicked. The Don't read it as shibarta. You broke. That you made them grow. You made them grow. The teeth grew. Um, I think we see that by Oak, he like his teeth grew into like this stone. I mean, whatever. Okay. Any other point is is like this like, sort of wild idea of like the stretching of the shavit. So this whole chain of rabbis said maybe it's two hundred amot, which is a tremendous amount. What you know? Uh, again, like what's the point of all that uh, exaggeration? Clearly about what's going on with the Amma. Maybe sort of like how quickly there was a response. Like how far away was she at the point when Achashverosh? You know, sort of like recognized her. So the, the longer the sharbit is being stretched, it means the farther away she is. So maybe like the quicker, like she's getting a response. Okay. So the king says to her, What is your request? Until half of the kingdom and it'll be done. The Gemara says, Only half the kingdom, not the whole kingdom. Meaning, like, he's not, he's going to hold on to something. Right? Furthermore, not something that's going to, um, like, be an interposition on the Macha, meaning something that would interrupt what I'm doing. What is that? Binyan Beit Migdash. Right, the idea of the building of the Beit Hamidrash. Meaning, if you're asking me to build the Beit Hamidrash, I can't do that either, because that's going to get in the way. Right, that's our harkening back to the beginning of Masachet, where we saw like all these concerns, like, oh, we don't want the Beit Hamidrash to be built, because then the Jewish people will have like an upper hand again. You know, this idea. Okay, then the Esther says, Yavo Hamelach Haman al So that she says, the king and Haman should come to this uh, party. This, uh, you know, I'm making. What did she see that she wanted to invite Haman to this party? It seems a little bit strange, right? The goal of the party is basically for her to beg Achashverosh to spare the Jewish people. Why does Haman have to be there. So Rabbi Lazar Pachim Tamnalo says she hid um, a snare for him, like a trap for him. The table should be like for a snare. I mean, the idea is she's going to lay a trap for Haman at this party, and that's what she's going to like overcome it. Rabbi Shua Amir Mibet Avia Lamda, she learned from her father's house. Shnei says, Imraiv Sonacha Ha'achilehu Lechem. If your enemy is, or the one who hates you, is hungry, feed him bread. Which I think is like the Godfather when they say, keep your friends close. And your enemy's closer. Okay? Rabbi Meir Omer Kadesh Lo Yutol Eit Savim Rod. Rabbi Meir said so he, doesn't, so he wouldn't get like uh, advice from someone else and be able to rebel, meaning that if you have him running around, you don't know what he's doing. Keep him you know, right near you, you can control the outcome. Rabbi Meir Kadesh Lo Yakiru Bashahi Yudit. Rabbi Meir said that she wanted to make sure that people didn't recognize that she was Jewish. Maybe if she like left out Haman, who made this, you know, made the thing about the, about the Jews, so she's like, oh, people say, oh, maybe she's Jewish, and that's her issue. And she didn't want to reveal that yet. 
so keep him invite him in. He's like, he's the enemy. He's the enemy of the Jews. So maybe people would still be, uh, not suspect. She did it because she didn't want the Jewish people to say, "Oh, we have a sister in the house of the king," and they'd distract themselves from their tefilot. Meaning that they felt that, like, uh, she was able to have a private one-on-one with Achashverosh without Haman, it would make the Israel feel really good about themselves, and she wanted to have continue the tefilot. So she didn't want to give an illusion that things are taken care of. Similarly, Rabbi says that he should be around all all times. Like, just keep on you know, keep her eye on him. Maybe Hashem would sort of like recognize something or feel something. The makom here means Hashem. And he'll make a miracle. Meaning again, like Hashem will pay more attention because you got Haman there. Hashem's paying more attention, whatever that means. Rabbi Shua ben Asbir Lopanim Meaning she said maybe another idea, wild idea. She says, I'll spear Loparim, like save her panim foot. Like I'll, I'll treat him nicely so that we'll both get killed. Who and he means him and her, meaning the two of us, me and Haman, meaning Achashverosh might get jealous and he'll end up killing us, the two of us. But if you kill, but I'm willing to take the fall if it means that Haman gets killed too and uh, the Jewish people will be saved. He says it was a king, a king was a hofech a lot. He was always very like moody. He'd switch his opinions a lot of times. So keep Haman around, you know. Sometimes you know, Haman says the right thing and Achashverosh is impressed, and sometimes Haman maybe would say the wrong thing, and Achashverosh would change his mind. So keep him around, and he can maybe like make a mistake. Rabbi Gamil says we're not quite done yet here. We still need the modai. What do you mean? Rabbi said, "What she wanted to do was." Get jealous, jealousy from the king and jealousy from the ministers. It's a great move, right? So, if I isolate Haman, how do you isolate Haman? So, you make the if you invite him to the party with only her and the king, the king is jealous because the king doesn't have exclusive, you know, uh, um, you know, audience with, with Esther. So, he's not the only one at the party. So, he's a little jealous of Haman. And then all the other servants, right, ministers, they see Haman being invited exclusively to the party. So, they get jealous of him too. So, now Haman's isolated. Everyone is against him. You know, he's on his own. So, that's also like a pretty clever idea. Rabba Amar, Lifnei. Shever Gaon. Um, but he says as follows. Sorry, I don't remember exactly what that means. Um, he says, Pride goes before destruction. That's the passage there from uh, Mishlai. Pride goes before destruction. Uh, right? Do we have something like that? Pride goes before the fall? Something like that. Something like that. Um, okay, so similar idea, like getting, you know, get it, you know, sort of uh, uh, have him involved, like have him there. When they are heated, I will make feasts for them. I guess the idea is sort of like uh, you sort of like lull him into sleep. Interestingly, so Rabbi Baru found Eliyahu a Navi. Esther So he asked Eliyahu the question: What did she see, and uh, like which opinion did she see and, and do this? Meaning, which of these many many opinions was she thinking about? It's like all those Tanaim and all those Amarim, they are all right. Meaning, all those things were, were on her mind. She had every all of those things are, are combined, and that's uh, led to the decision. Okay, yeah, now back in the story, it says, So Haman was telling his family all about all of the honor of his riches and the many sons he has. How many, what's the many sons he had? So Amarav Shloshim. There are actually 30 sons. Now we're familiar with the 10 sons of Haman. But he says there are actually 30. Asara Metu. 10 of them died. Asarani Tulu. Um, and I guess the idea of means like beforehand, I guess like, you know, when they were younger. Asrani Tulu, the ten got hanged, we know about that. 
Asaram and there are ten left over to like bechazel avtachim is they go door to door to beg for money. They became poor, so they had to beg for money. For Rabbanan the ones who had to go begging, there were actually seventy of those. Actually, it says Those who are uh, full have hired themselves out for bread, but out the grace those who were full ela shivim. Okay, so idea is so this idea of like those who were once saveya now have to like you know beg for food, but it's shivim. Okay. Now, for Rami Bar Abba Amar, he says kulan matayim ushmona habu. It's really two hundred and eight sons. Shnemar virovanav virovigamatria matam. Oh, sorry, virovanav. So it's a gamatria. If you look at the word rove, so reish vav bed, it's 206 and 2, that's 208. So that's, there should be 208 sons. The Gemara is what but it says rove, and that big gemara is matam bar That's 214. So, last uh, place there? Yeah. So, it just stops there. But I think the idea is that the vav, you have to say that the vav is not uh, counted or something, but. Uh, one second. That lose the place? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's written without the second vav, and then yeah, and that's good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay, now the passage says, So it says, on that night the king's sleep was disturbed. So famous pasuk. This is like the transition of the whole, you know, the, the you know the whole uh, the turning point of the whole Megillah. very very famous line. Nadadashnat or Shainat. Malko shall olam. The Melech here is the king of the universe. Okay, and then the king, the king of the universe, the Hashem sleep, as it were, was disturbed. And he sort of like woke up and like, you know, changed things around. The Rabbanan Amri Benna said, Nadadu el Yonim, Nadadu Tachtonim. The upper realms and the lower realms were, were shaken up. That's the idea. That's Nadadu. Rabba Amar Shainat Hamelech Achasherosh Mamash. Okay. Um, Rabbi says no. It's just literally. It means that the king Achashverosh he had a hard time sleeping. Why? A matter fell into his mind, and he sort of like was thinking about something. You know, you're thinking about something, and something's disturbing you. It's very hard to sleep, but you can wake up even thinking about it. Amar What's in front of me that Esther invited Haman to this party? Very strange. Maybe they're like conspiring against that man, meaning against me, to kill me. Hada Amar, and then he said, If that's the case, there's no one who's having mercy on me to let me know because no one's informed me of this potential plot. So Hada Amar, then he said, Well, right? Maybe there's a person who did a favor for me and then pay him back. I mean, your mind starts to race, right? Oh, there's a thing. Okay, no one's going to help me. Okay, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't help somebody, you know, pay someone back for helping me. So for this reason, people are held back and they're not revealing to me the plot. So Miyad, so immediately what happened next? But Yomer Lahaviya Sefer Zichonot Debrayomi Vunikrim, right? So he said immediately he said, bring the Sefer Zichonot and have it read to me. Let me hear, let me see what happened, and maybe there's somebody who I really didn't pay back. Melamation Nikraim Elohim says Yunikraim, passive. It'll be read. It teaches us they were read on their own. Okay? Um, one more line. And it says Vimatsei Katuv. He found that it was written. They mean Katabmi Bailey. Katabmi is always like it, it should be like Rashi says Katuv Mashashaya Katuv Mechadash. The word Katuv means like written as if it's like freshly done. But Katav so would imply it was written a long time ago. So why does it say Katuv? Is that which implies like fresh? Melamein Sheshimshai Mochik the Gabriel Koteh. There was like the the Shimshai was the sofer of the king. So he hated the Jews. So he was trying to erase this thing about Mordechai because he didn't want him to get into reading. But Gabriel Hamalach was like filling it back in as he tried to erase it and making sure and that's why he found it written like freshly written that he could uh, see this thing about Mordechai okay we'll stop here
Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. You're welcome.